0: Yo, 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 welcome to No Pants Required. I'm your host, X3C, and thanks for joining. Today's episode, passive income really isn't passive. Don't be fooled. Passive income really isn't passive. Today we're going to explore the episode, I'm sorry, today we're going to explore the um, the concept of what passive really is and what isn't really Passive. But I'm going to drop in my co-host today, Mr. Brian, for a second time around. Welcome to the show. What's going on? All right. So in this episode, like I said, we're going to talk about passive income really isn't passive. And really, you know, I want to explore the notion of, you know, how one can create additional streams of income. And oftentimes, you know, we hear the word passive income, and and folks make it seem like it's it's legit passive. But is it really passive, right? You, mm-hmm. if you're doing some kind of work for it, or you actually working behind, you know, putting effort into it, then is is that really passive?
1: Mm-hmm. Nah,
0: I don't think so. Right, and so I, you know, we're going to explore that ep- um, in this episode all the different type of passive like ideas, you know, and also explore some. Uh, some myths that, you know, that we think about how people engage in passive income activities. All right. So, you know, once upon a time, (laughs) you know, I, I thought about having a, a franchise. I don't know if it was a subway or what the hell it was. but I was like, you know, I can have a subway, you know, and get it running. I could be, you know, Spend some effort and time in the beginning and then have managers or someone else operate and have my friends, you know, take over the business, whatever. And I just be like a solid partner, if you will. And I was thinking, well, that's that's passive income. But hell, it really isn't passive. I mean, to be honest with you, I'm legit doing work. Right. It's a full time job. So how's that really passive? Right. I mean, have you considered owning your own franchise of any kind?
1: Um, I don't know, man. But the Chick-fil-A right there in Oni is
0: crazy.
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm looking it up right now. It's like, you just open up like the franchise fee, fee for Chick-fil-A. is anywhere between like 300 to $2 million. And I, two I'm i telling you right now, like... And the...
0: at $2 million, Well, well, I would say it, would, it wouldn't really work out, but I have seen the lines. Chick-fil-A usually always have loyal customers. I could just imagine how much they're
1: grossing, man. Those... Those little white kids after their soccer <laughs> games, man,
0: they're just lining up, rain or shine. Lining up. The funniest part is, you know, I don't buy that hate chicken, you know, but I, I do see people oh, yeah, who, yeah, who support yeah, it, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so I, hey, hey, I don't, hey, from what I'm told, the food is really good. Also, from the commercials, the food looked really good. Hey, man. And I'm not going to lie, I've been in a car with someone who went through the drive through there, and I was, like, trying to hide myself with a hoodie on. <laughs> but I will say this. The customer service is legit. I,
1: bar none, I mean, I swear, like, it's, like, I feel like sometimes they read your mind. It's like, they're just, like, by the time you, like, you place the order, it's like, boom, the thing's are right here. That is look, legit. I love it. I mean, I'm a fan of Louisiana people. I'll take a Popeye's chicken sandwich over uh, a Chick-fil-A sandwich any day.
0: Hello? Is that even a debate? That's what I'm saying. Is that, is that a debate? Now, a little... I'm looking at you guys who's listening. Is that a debate? <laughs> like, for real. I mean, who wh- n- nothing right now, I mean, something will come out later on, you know, could beat that Popeye spicy chicken sandwich with extra pickles and extra sauce. I Add a little sweet heat to it. I love it. Um, another uh, element to um, what w- one would consider is passive income. You know, I actually thought about this Actually, no, I didn't think about it. I actually, you know, set up the app and everything. Renting your own car with Turo. That's T-U-R-O. I don't know if you guys have heard of that mm-hmm. app. It's a great freaking app. Um, in fact, a few years ago, um, yes, when I turned 40, a few years ago, I rented a Tesla Model X seven-seater.
1: With the suicide doors?
0: With the suicide doors. They actually call the Falcon Wing Dose. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I took, I, I ordered it, you yep. know, on an app, it was red, um, I believe 22 inch rims, black. How much was that? It was sick. Uh, I, I rented it for a weekend. Uh-huh. I think it was a little north of $700. That's
1: not not, too that's bad. Not, that's not bad. Correct. And I and drove, this is three years ago, so
0: I'm sure there's an abundance now. Like of... co- Correct. And I drove the car to New Jersey, just like a two and a half hour ride. My friends flew in from Cleveland, Chicago, New York, Mm -hmm. and, of course, here in the D.C. area. um, You know, we packed in there, all seven of us. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. The back two seats were a little tight, you know, for adults. But, you know, someone who's short, you know, or, you know, little kids or a dog. You might be able to fit fit like 15 of me in that. I mean, possibly we could get about 12 of you. (laughs) (laughs) So legit, the app works, right? Mm -hmm. So in a passive sense of it, once you set it up, it's kind of sort of passive. But you know, the owner had to drive to uh, Farragut North Metro Station in DC to meet me. Oh, really? Yeah. So when I got off the Metro Station, he was right there on the corner waiting in the car. We talked for probably five minutes. Now, of course, I know everything about Tesla. So Mm -hmm. it was really easy for me to just, you know, get in the car and know what to do. He gave me a couple of little tips on what to do, different things. He said, try the self driving. He was he said, Don't do it in the city. He said, But once you go on the interstate, try it. Like he was very confident in his car, letting me, a complete stranger, borrow his car. Well, I, well, perch you know, yeah, use his yeah, car yeah, yeah, yeah. for a fee, fee of service or fee for service, uh for the weekend. I mean, personally I would have taken that like, I want you to
1: crash my car <laughs> so I could get a new one. I could just imagine how much was it, what's the name of it? Is it Toro? Uh Turo, yeah. Turo, like mm-hmm. Like, what are the incentives behind that? Like, like,
0: like, so I, I believe Turo gets 35% of the overall okay. amount and the owner gets 65%, but Turo also covers, um, and, and sorry, I think there are different levels to it, but I would recall the 35% comes with like the premium insurance, Gotcha. right? So even if you have your own insurance, mm-hmm. which obviously hopefully you do, you cover it on one end, but you also covered on the other side with yeah, like it's a it's a no brainer yeah, to be not, it's not with you. it's not
1: a bad idea to be double backed on your correct so there. I mean
0: people may call that passive income but when you literally have to like drive the vehicle somewhere and you know with with the Tesla you know you go to the supercharge station yeah. now obviously this guy had a free supercharging so there was no issue but if you you know you're not grandfathered into that program mm-hmm. you know you are literally you know you, every time that person goes to charge that vehicle it's tied to your credit card and right. you can't untie that. I guess the passive comes to how
1: convenient it was for him to get down there. You know what I'm saying? Like if I'm coming from, you know, like Montgomery County and going to going into the city, it's not that convenient. And nor would it make it passive for me to make make that drive and make that extra
0: cash. But um, personally, I just say driving. Yeah, You know, <laughs> the funny part is you're right. Actually, I think he didn't go far at all. Um, He's actually even work a work mm-hmm. meeting, drop off the car, went back to work. <clears throat> and I took care of everything else. Took the car on the interstate. And I remember I told everyone in the car, we're gonna try it. Let's try the the uh this is my first time doing mm-hmm. this, the um self-driving. self-driving, and it was a whiz. The car was amazing. I mean, I learned so much with the experience. Um so I actually downloaded the app and was gonna use my car and let someone rent it out. And I actually had a couple of people hit me up. Mm-hmm. Um, But some fell through because they wanted me to drive. And this is what you brought up the convenience part of it. I had, they wanted me to drive, I believe it was like an hour and 15 minutes away to drop the car off. I'm like, what? Well, how well, am I going to get back home? I'll have to get someone to follow me. And this is this is very inconvenient. And the times they wanted me to do it was like, well, I have work and a meeting. So I can't necessarily get there at that time you need this. It was just really un- inconvenient. Yeah.
1: I wonder if there's a, like, if they had like a way to kind of like someone like, you know, how like uh, enterprise used to like advertise, like, oh, we drop off the car to you. And, like if you had like maybe like, Somebody to kind of show, you know, that's that true to you. Um, as eating into my cost and profit, though, but yeah, that too. But like, that's part of the you know, that's part of the laws You know, what I'm saying, like, you like if you really want it to be passive, then you're willing to kind of eat that, you
0: know, right? Um, and also, I thought about like, um, Airbnb, mm-hmm. you know, people say, Oh, Airbnb, that's passive income, and that's kind of sort of a little bit more passive than you know, maybe even like owning a franchise or using Turo with, with Airbnb. You kinda sort of just have to get the hell out of your own home. Yeah. Obviously if you have a cleaning crew or you want to clean your own space, you know, yeah. before and or after and now during the pandemic time, you know, you want to sanitize the space. Right. Um, that could be a little bit more, you know, passive, especially if you like season. You have everything like set in stone, like your 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 description of your property and your do's and don'ts type type right. of thing. You have like a a way for someone to use a code to get in your door, you know. And that code could be changed out after that person leaves. Yep. I mean, it's, So I think there are different ways, you know, I can see Airbnb really being more passive than not, but it's a little less effort than, you I know, mean, the other two I options. I feel like it's
1: comparable to owning your, you know, I mean, obviously your own
0: condo just running out, but it seems a little bit easier to me in my eyes. That it, it does seem easier. Because I feel like
1: Airbnb does
0: the work for you in terms of like advertising, you know. You know. Correct. And it was funny, I just thought about this. So one Thanksgiving, um, my family and I went to Atlanta, mm-hmm. and this was well. Actually this was maybe two Thanksgivings ago, or beginning the pand- Well, the twenty twenty, yeah. Um, and we went to an Airbnb. It was awesome. Look, like the the graffiti on the walls. I mean, just the whole setup with the vibe, the uh, the um ambient lighting that he had behind the TVs, yeah. um, the different color lighting throughout the home. I mean, uh, the place was really sweet. We pull up it's a freaking apartment building that this dude has for Airbnb, which I think is pretty illegal to do. And what do you mean? So you you, an apartment, you're yeah. renting an apartment from someone uh, you're, you're
1: subleasing your yeah. whatever you're leasing.
0: On, Cause he, and what I realized he had a, <coughs> he had a lot of different stipulations on don't go to the front desk, you know, or oh, you got to be the, real hush hush about real hush yeah, hush, like, and I didn't think about all of that until I got in there, and I went, "This is an apartment building. Yeah. What the hell? Guy making a killing off an apartment." So you didn't hear this from me. Um, I'm not saying you should do that, <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> yeah, nor do we condone. I know.
1: I know people have like. I know a lot of apartment condo complexes have like strapped up with like you know, any sort of Airbnb. I would hope so. Up, so.
0: Yeah, that was insane. Um, they don't so, want. They don't want us to make that passive income. You know, um, not on a dime, right? <laughs> um, and then, lastly, you know, the folks always talk about like rental properties, right? You know, is that passive income? And you can, you know, similar to like the Airbnb, but in this case, you know, you you have a few properties, real estate properties, yeah. and you're you're renting them out. I feel like this is the the of the options that we just talked about. This is this one seems less. Actually, this one seems more effort. This is really not even passive at all because you're like you know you have to negotiating and contacting folks for repairs and to get them yep, yep. unless you have a management company but guess what that's eating into your profit um you know someone who's cleaning cleaning the place you know you have to here's the there's the, the hard part you have to interview potential renters again you could use a management company to do all of that as well yeah, yeah. again that's eating into your profits depending on your margins you may or may not want to do that um but we have to like you know vet potential renters you know, vet, you know, contractors to do repairs, you know, and just, you know, actually, I don't know how you want to do this. If you're like trying to receive, you know, your monthly payment, you know, you know, if someone is not paying on time you have to go through the whole eviction process, you know, I mean, none of this stuff, none of that seems passive.
1: I think, yeah, I think the whole eviction process and, you know, the fact that you do have to pay up front with Airbnb. Yeah, I think it's, it's a difference maker.
0: That is true, but
1: I mean, obviously, the only one thing that you know you are at fault. I mean, that's kind of a risk. Is you know you are dealing with people that you haven't actually interviewed. Unlike, like if I if I have a, I mean, I do have a condo apartment that I do right now, mm-hmm. and I like I like kind of going through the interview process because you know if if anything falls, like it, it's on me. Like it was my my bad at of character. You know, if like, but like, you go on Airbnb, it's like someone's like, yo, let me just rent this real quick. I mean, all you see is their little, little, little icon.
0: That's pretty much it. <laughs> right.
1: But then again, it's like, I've never actually used Airbnb. So, I mean, I would have to like crunch the numbers to see what I like, you know, do
0: like You stayed in Airbnb.
1: Not, but I, yeah, I've yeah. stayed, I've stayed, I mean, um, but I've never had a, a, an instance where like I trashed the place, but I can only see it like in the, you know, vice versa where like, you know, you do have a dope spot and people do, you know, end up just trashing the whole so, entire So,
0: so let's say in your condo, you know, you, you. You are in between mm-hmm. renters. Yeah. And you decided that you want to, um, you know, Airbnb while you interview candidates, maybe take you a month or two. You may have some repairs that you, you know, have to do as well. Could you, would you consider that?
1: No, I mean, yes and no. But at the same time, it's like when you are interviewing, you also have need at the flexibility of being able to show the, sp- That's the space. That's true too. You know,
0: yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. yeah. I good mean, point. I feel
1: like it all, Having a condo and having and having a, like a, a place at Airbnb kind of is both have has its pros and cons that kind of feel like are kind of summit to each other. You know, yeah. That's um, just my opinion.
0: So, ladies and gentlemen, the Webster Dictionary or Google.com <laughs> pretty much define passive as not participating readily or are something that is um not actively right you're not actively involved and in, and in obviously the opposite of that is active is engage in action or emotion so when i think of when i hear people say you know passive income i'm really like it's really low effort mm-hmm. you know or minimal effort or degrees of effort yeah. right and i'm thinking like you know these I, I, again we got these buzzwords right living my best life or new year, new me. And I get it. It it seems so like empty. Yeah. You know, I like, you know, sometimes people tell me, you know, Warren, you're a little intense. Well, I'm intense because I just kind of sort of, I hate fluff talk Mm -hmm. and I hate bullshit talk, you know? And when I hear the word passive, I'm like, dude, I want passive. I want me to sit there and do jack nothing. But I feel like, you know,
1: active... It evolves to passive. You know, I mean, you got to put that work in first and then, it, you know, let the money kind of do the work for you. Eventually. 100, 100%. You know
0: yeah, I think that is absolutely how, that's where you want to go, right? Yeah. So maybe in the beginning it is a little bit, you know, some degrees of effort, minimal effort, and then it could get to a point where it is passive. And so we are going to jump into that a little bit later on in an episode. Um, but I do want to throw a couple of these out here just to get your reaction. Mm-hmm. Recently, I was looking at some titles, all over the place. Like I Googled some titles, I was on different podcasts, platforms, YouTube, some titles. I came across some really funny ones. Nine passive income ideas. Okay, not too, too bad, right? Everyone wants to tell you these different stories, right? I am like nine different passive income ideas. And when I heard I was like, okay, yeah, I see what you're saying. Set things up in the beginning. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then later on, it could become a little bit more passive. I won't go into the details of all of those. Um. Another one was how I became a millionaire in one year. It
1: sounds like one of your titles. Complete bullshit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's not possible, right? Nah, okay. or, or they left out a whole shitload of things that they did prior to that one year. It's like, oh, by the way, I inherited a million dollars. Facts. Or I sold this house and I used that the earnings from that that home. Right. And then I invested in whatever and that made me money. Probably got some Bitcoin or something. Yeah, but 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 Mother Effort, you didn't even tell us that, that you, you actually sold your home first. You you had you had a um, you know, you had a foundation first. Yeah, you know, yeah. You didn't go in there empty handed. Become. Yeah, I, I want to see somebody in the mud and just like correct. Also, run when you hear run and or click off. Hit that little red X at the top if you hear someone says how to become a millionaire in one year, oh. or if you're scrolling on your phone on YouTube and you see it, keep scrolling. Or just report the account. <laughs> <laughs> nah, don't do that. No, do that. <laughs> um, make $200 per day. I mean, coming, that could be something true. I mean, you can be a stripper.
1: You're probably a bad stripper
0: making $200 a day. That is... Actually, that's pretty true. <laughs> that is pretty true.
1: But what about um,
0: OnlyFans? You should make more than that
1: in a day. I know. I told my wife to open up OnlyFans
0: because she got uh, some cute feet. Uh, do it. I mean, she's, it's it's feet. Like the,
1: I told her to do it for the past two years. She's it's
0: like, feet. Do it. She got different nail polish. On. She could do designs I, on there. I was
1: like, yo, I'll, I'll go ahead and you know, if you want, you know, paint your toenails, I'll pay for the I'll pay for the
0: pedicure. And then you know, you know what? She could do private sessions for people where only her feet is in the video. Right. Like her face, don't even gotta be there. And her feet are moving as she talk. damn kind of weird. On. <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully she hears this episode. You know, you guys can. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah Whatever, yeah, yeah, later
0: yeah. on. Um, this other one, it says, my plan to retire at 25. So I clicked on this title. Mistake. Everything.
1: You're not 25, though.
0: You know, maybe, right. So You know, maybe I was just, like, thinking about, like, what I should have done yeah, at the age yeah. of 25. So I clicked on it, and I was like, what the f-? She, she, she i really was gonna say she but yeah she pretty much yeah, just gave it yeah. away just she's she kept making everything seem to be really passive but it really wasn't and these ideas that she put out there she pretty much said that she created something and she sold that business and she used that nest egg money to help start these other different ventures yeah but you know so so her plan is to retire 25 wouldn't have happened if she didn't sell that yeah she was active
1: she probably is actively you know correct you know just getting involved in the process up until like yeah yeah
0: but but to be honest with you I mean less I mean I think this through you know hopefully I can live to be 100 years old that's a quarter of your life so three-fourths of your life you're doing what I don't know if I want to retire at 25 hell I'm 40 43 years old yeah I don't want to retire now, like you love the grind, I do. It's fun, you know. um It's a challenge. I mean, your mind your mind has to stay active. Now, I'm not saying I'm going to retire and do nothing. I can yeah, do other yeah, things, yeah. but I'm not ready to retire right now. I mean, also I have a pretty good job, so I'm, let me see that through, yeah, and still kick ass on some of these air quote passive activities, as I like to call it. <laughs> um. 10 legit ways to make passive income. That sounds so boring. It's fake. It's not passive income. It's should probably should say 10 legit ways to make additional income or additional streams of income. Yeah. You, you guys probably heard of that many times, Many times, right? Or passive income ways to make X amount of money per day. Like clickbait, clickbait, yeah, honestly, clickbait. And that's just an equation. Yeah. You think about it. I mean, so many things are legit, though. I mean, some of the elements of what people are talking about are legit, and we're going to jump into that, like, right now. So what I like to call is passive-like, low-effort, additional sources of income ideas. Sounds hella long, but it's hella specific because passive income is hella vague, if you ask me. Mm-hmm. Um, number one on the list, Brian, this is this is your area. Actually, i one, and two, and you know, I mean, you are, you know more about this than I do. Yeah. I did say as a, look... I'm not a big fan of New Year's resolutions. But I did say in 2022, I do want to invest. I want to open up an additional investment account this year. Of what kind? I have my ideas on some, I'm not going to say, but I do want to have something additional. I feel like, you and I talked about this on the phone. I don't, I don't know. Sometimes I feel, I won't say I'm behind. You know that's probably why i looked at that you know my plan to retire at 25 and i thought you know maybe i need to speed this up you know i'm not where i think i could be yeah and i would like to accelerate the saving potential and my growth a little bit fat a little bit sooner i'm not trying to get too much of a risky you know, right, you want to be aggressive but not risky but I feel like
1: they both kind of go hand in hand you yeah, know
0: yeah yeah I'm not I don't be like you like risk averse either yeah no you don't <laughs> want to be like me at all <laughs> I mean but it's safe though right it's like too safe I'm, I'm I'm kind of over it all right so I have an idea about that as well um all right so ETFs and funds right you know I am kind of sort of intrigued with ETFs more than i was previously mm-hmm. right um the returns are what i've seen is in some cases some of them are all not the same um and each year are different each quarter yeah, is different yeah. um uh, but i've seen like six to seven percent return on some of these right i feel like if you def like
1: are you talking about the uh, like etfs yeah oh yeah yeah depending obviously depending on which one
0: and that's also so you're right it depends on which ones um it, I'm really into sustainable energy, sustainable resources. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um we reu- re, we um reusable energies. I kind of and, and obviously tech, right? That's yeah, that's yeah. those things are like stuff I think about all the time. Mm-hmm. I read, I watch videos, you know, I'm always intrigued with that. So for me ETFs are like for you. or you, know, you have you considered? Um or do you have any? I
1: do. I mean, just recently, you know, you know, I bought some like, you know, some spies, some some VOO. I've had, uh, you know, since I'm still kind of like in the beginning of stages, I haven't like seen its, you know, growth just yet.
0: Is it too volatile right now?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's things aren't looking good right now. I mean, so that's, I mean, not, yeah, I mean, that's not, right not always right a bad I mean, thing. thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, I mean, obviously, it's probably, you know, the market's probably correcting itself, doing its thing. But obviously, you know, this month is definitely has been pretty rough. Um, But year-to-date, it's been, obviously,
0: better than... I feel like it it happens... I I won't say this, because I'm not, like... I don't have historical data, and I don't have, like, any macro knowledge of of, of the trends over a long period of time. But I can say, you know, last two two years, I I believe. Well, really specifically last year. Mm -hmm. You know, January, a little bit rough. Mm -hmm. February, really crazy volatile. March, even worse, and it was weighing on me. I was like, "God damn!" Obviously, I didn't do anything. I didn't touch. I wrote it out. Shit shot up forty percent by the dip, by the dip. And so I am intrigued with ETFs because of you know I feel like it's a little safer, but also it's an additional you know investment account yeah. that I can open yeah. up. Yeah. You know, and and again, I I want to get to a better position to where uh, damn where I'm I'm at right now. IRAs Roth IRAs mm-hmm. you know obviously pre-tax and then yeah. you know you pay taxes up front with the Roth IRAs a lot and of tax incentives especially lot. like if you know if you do your
1: own you know trading in like IRAs and buying stocks and stuff like that huge tax incentives um but I just you know put it in like a mutual fund and or other stuff that you know other stocks that I like yeah um but you know, definitely recommend if you have like $6,000 to
0: spare. And, and many people do, right? Yeah. Start thinking about like, you know, coffee, you know, eating out, drinks could be very expensive, yeah. especially if you're doing it weekly. Brunch, I mean, people don't go to eat brunch. Whenever you hear people, they always say, I gotta, I'm going to do brunch. Are we gonna do brunch? Are we gonna yeah. do brunch this weekend? You know, think about some of those things. There's ways to save. And I, I, I one of my goals this year, is to be more aggressive and determined. I'm already naturally a very determined individual, but I want to be specifically aggressive on saving mm-hmm. this year because I want to see if I wh- wh- what's the what's the potential I can achieve that I have that I have not had in the previous years. Yeah. Um, 2020 was a good financial year for me. 2021 was amazing. And I'm thinking, let's top that. 2022, let's go, let's make it better. Um, I'm not the most knowledgeable, but I can tell you I've been learning a lot more with IRAs and Roth IRAs, and I know there's a back door. <laughs> yeah. For those who make above, um, I don't know what the, the dollar amount is up. Um, was like 116. Or- I need to, so so something like that. I need yeah, to yeah, yeah. Research whatever the dollar amount. There's a cap. Yeah. For you guys who are listening, there's a cap on a Roth IRA, which you, you know you can you can't make over a certain amount. Um, but there's a backdoor way to to invest using a traditional Roth IRA. Now, mm-hmm. obviously, the fees are a little higher because you're paying the taxes. Um, and uh, but the, the backdoor is really specifically to. I so had a conversation with a friend who, when we talked about this, um, you know. Investing in let's say, you know, someone who's buying like I don't know, five, 10, 15 stocks or something, you sell it, you make a pretty decent profit off it. Decent meaning thirty percent. Hell, sixty percent, right? Yeah. Whatever it is, right? But you didn't buy a bunch of shares, right? So you had a nice little come up. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. five thousand, ten thousand, twenty thousand, whatever right. the numbers, right? Right. These come up. But imagine someone buying five hundred, a thousand shares of that same investment. And those same percentage gains now this individual's made a tremendous greater amount of money than you than you had right so i can see where it you know the 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 rich can get richer and and i'm not gonna say it's fair in order to cap that off saying you make this dollar amount you can't you know that's you know it's tough right it's a fine line there you know because you have to i think about like the wealthy investments that they make and they can make a lot more money because they have a lot more discretionary income and even the middle class right they can also do it to some degree and make some additional money i'm like i haven't
1: like done much research but i'm curious as to why they cap it like your contribution to only six thousand dollars like why does it matter
0: whatever because it's because you're paying the taxes up front right are you trying to hit not really i'm sorry you're trying to hedge whether the taxes you know is gonna gonna be lower now or when you retire right and so you know you pay taxes up front now you know and you you, all that money is pretty much your money yeah yeah. you know at the end Uh, i don't know i I feel it's it's a point i really want to make here is when i think about like the the working class Mm -hmm. And this is what i you know i'm not saying it needs to benefit every, everyone but i'm saying it needs to benefit everyone no, right for sure, for so sure. if we're going to benefit the wealthy in the middle class then we need to have some type of similar initial incentive for the working class right mm-hmm. you know these individuals may not have discretionary income to you know what we're talking about here yeah. right so you know i promise you guys who are listening i'm gonna do a little more research and i'm gonna uh try to find ways that that can help working class individuals who's just starting out may not have the, the amount of discretionary income to afford you know some of these different uh saving techniques or passive like mm-hmm. um low effort additional income ideas um uh, but I, I can tell you you know there's a lot out there that we can dive into i said it on a few episodes ago the metaverse <laughs> give a listen those are those are options i think that it doesn't matter your your social economic status, right? right? You jump in, you can make money, mm-hmm. right? Um you know I I always talk about dividend stocks, right? That's just something I'm, yeah, that's, your I'm thing. Yeah. that's my thing. I'm still I'm working on that, right? Still working on it, yeah, right? Yeah. I've I've actually invested a lot more into dividend stocks um recently. Yeah. Um and then, you know, I ha- so pretty much I have money sitting right now in my um investment portfolio. I really should be buying a dip. But then I'm like, I think I've kind of went too far on my research on And now I'm like, oh, shit, where do I want to buy the dip now? Yeah, like, yeah. I, I feel like I want to buy all of it, <laughs> but it's not possible. So, you know, dollar cost averaging is something I, I heard many times. I really, really understand it a lot more now. And pretty much what that is, for if you guys are listening, you know, it's it's pretty much buying not just the dip. You buying the dip and not the high, you're just buying, right? You set up a a allocation Mm -hmm. that goes into your brokerage account and you are just investing that whatever recurring dollar amount that you have, regardless if the stocks are up or down, you're just buying, you're just buying into it and buying into it. And over time, yeah, you're gonna make a killer.
1: And to me, that just sounds like whatever money, whatever money you can spare a week or, you know, two weeks, bi-weekly, depending on, you know, on your, you know, your pay. Just like, you know, just throw in a little something, something just to buy something.
0: Store it in. So I've already set up an allocation. Yep. That's twice a month. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the first and the 15th. I believe it's the days I selected. And, and I have a dollar amount that goes into that account. And now I have not set up the other side of that transaction just yet, where it automatically invests in X, mm-hmm. Y, and Z accounts. I'm getting there i feel like you feel uncomfortable when i be in control
1: damn that may be true it's like yeah it's like for me like i, I know what you're saying like if i see something like i, I gotta give, like it's like giving yourself an allowance to see like you figure out like all right when's the right time to buy but it's to me it sounds like anytime's the right time to buy
0: dollar cost averaging yeah. you just buy
1: it yeah. just try your best to get the dip and you know because i mean <laughs> otherwise i mean it's Ultimately, everything's going to trend upwards. Yeah, ultimately. Uh, yeah,
0: yes. yeah, yeah. Over time. Yeah, over time. And yeah. what we mean by over time, like years. Years. Yeah. And I'm, for me, I am all, I'm, I won't say all in, but I'm kind of sort of all in for the next five, actually ten to fifteen years. And to be honest with you, you know, so I have a separate brokerage account where I have Facebook and Tesla. Mm-hmm. I'm never touching that. Literally, ever touching it. Um, and so with that mindset, I opened up Robin Hood with the intention to grow that portfolio and take the profit. You know, well, it just depends. I, part of me was thinking I take the the profit or I take my initial investment back or leave my initial investment in. I, I've been back and forth with that actually in my head. But now that it's doing so well, I don't want to touch it. So. The idea was to use that to, as a down payment for the cyber truck. And now I don't want to touch it. I may just finance the whole damn truck.
1: I don't know. It sounds like you're becoming very risk averse.
0: Damn it. It does sound that way. Just pull out and just. No, Bye. no. No, I'm leaving it. No. 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 Actually, so what, what that did for me, though, it's honestly, it 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 forced me to think about an additional investment account that I can use for that down payment. How many investment accounts do you have? <laughs> well, wow, <laughs> um, probably five, seven. I don't know, man. That's a lot. It is a lot, actually. And and one of them have zero dot zero dollars in it. Yeah. <laughs> Vanguard. Um, <laughs> and I, I keep thinking I really should do better here. Um, like consolidate somehow. I don't know if there's
1: a way, like, but
0: yeah, I, I need to, yeah. Um, because it's getting out of hand. All right, guys. So let me, let me, tur- let me turn the tables uh, slightly for the for you know here. So recently, obviously, you guys know I started this podcast on Halloween, and and thank you for all the support. Seriously, it's been doing really well, and. So, you know, monetization time now, right? I need to make some coin, some dough. I need to get the bag. I need to grow the bag. We're going to get this going, right? Affiliate marketing, right? So when I thought about it, you know, folks are asking me these questions. You're going to go on YouTube. You're going to get on Twitch. You know, who's your sponsor? And all these questions. I'm like, look, I'm just learning on how to edit these episodes, right? And get my scripts and content legit, right? I want to put out good products, right? So I'm not. I gotta take these steps and stages, right? I can't. I can't do this. However, you know, you know, I'm a, I'm a thinker. I'm a long term thinker. All of that shit is written down. I have ideas and I have plans, right? So, affiliate marketing. You know, we we, we like to consider this to be. In in some cases, this could be passive, more passive than. Um, well, it's it's a tad bit active, especially in the beginning, yeah. but more passive than Airbnb, maybe in some cases. So affiliate marketing essentially you guys hear my commercial here uh for essential t-shirts that's affiliate marketing right so and and there's various different degrees to it and so i receive a percentage of the sales using my referral code Mm -hmm. and you guys obviously will get a percent uh, discount also using that referral code right and so affiliate marketing allow me to allows me to do that there are different again stages where i can you know embed other elements into the podcast yeah um but whatever platform it just doesn't have to be you know podcasting right folks can be doing other things uh, so so do co-hosts get a percentage for that oh wow we have to put a contract together here so this is getting this is getting serious <laughs> <laughs> i don't know this is my second time i don't know we may have to hey so once the channel start making you know some some serious money you know and and, and maybe this co-host become an official legit all the time co host we have to write that together, you know? Negotiate the terms. Yeah. Right? I may have to talk a little bit more, right? To get that percentage. Or maybe just edit everything and I just be the talker. I'm not tech savvy at all, man. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you could do it all and I can still get paid, right?
0: Hey, gotta put you you gotta put the effort in, right? You just say that. Yeah, but I want, that, some... I
1: want the passive income.
0: But it ain't Without, without the work. It ain't faster then. <laughs> <laughs> uh but but seriously, I think um folks do kind of sort of get a little scared in the beginning and i'm not that good in public speaking or i'm not that good on a microphone or i'm not you know good at writing right for the scripts or i'm not good at you know at marketing right, right and right. i tell you i learned a lot in the past six months and i've learned even more in the past two months no, Like
1: i, I agree because like even like in my like first time i came in i was like i was like mad i was mad nervous you know my public public speaking skills are just horrendous they're really not.
0: You think they are, but they're really not. I know.
1: No, I think know, mean, now they're not. I mean, but like,
0: no one sees me, so I'm good. <laughs> but if they did see you, who cares, right? You're talking to the camera. It's a camera. It's not a person. I'm just ugly. I don't want people to see me. All right, let's 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 go I back think, to this. All right. <laughs> Your wife likes you, right? Hopefully. She, like, she likes ugly, ugly people. <laughs> All right. So something else recently I learned, mm-hmm. and this is this is this is actually legit. When I saw the concept here, uh, again, initially there was a lot of effort, but yeah. it became seriously passive if you have a good quality product. So e-commerce with Amazon. So you're wearing the Supreme hat, right? Nah. You making Supreme <laughs> money, you and everyone else who wears the product, and right? No one sees me though. But you, they still made the money off you. I was gifted this. Okay they they made the money off that person nah, right? You're right yeah one way or another yes so with the e-commerce let's say you create you created supreme you created the hat right yeah. oh that's not you supreme right we, they're not the sponsor of this episode you create your own your hat line right and that's mm-hmm. a pretty li- nice little hat right it's not even a regular material. oh uh, no it's like a it's, it's like a tweed so it's like oh nice yeah, i like this it's, warm. it's cold
1: out here so I, you know i got
0: to keep, keep gotta keep the dome warm i like it so let's say you create your own um yeah. you know hat mm-hmm. some similar type of fabric right? Your own logo and designs on yeah. a hat. <clears throat> it does really well, right? So you you, you work with a, a a foreign country and they have, um, you know, factories and, you know, I'm not going to say names, yeah, yeah, but you yeah, have yeah, a factories, yeah, yeah. you know, other places, right? And they produce the hats for you. They, yeah, again, it's your design. Mm-hmm. So they you know they, t- they take care of everything they take in and, and they make the hats for you they package the hats <coughs> but instead of sending the hats to you they send the hats to amazon's warehouse or warehouses right yeah. amazon on the other end e-commerce side they take care of everything obviously you set up the description and and the prices and all that stuff like that when you normally go on amazon yeah. And you're making money. Your product, air quote, passive like, is making money for you with low effort, right? Because the the company is designing and making the hats well, mm-hmm. for you, and Amazon is selling it. Do they have the audience? Do they have the reach for you, right? That's kind of really passive. I kind of like this idea.
1: I mean this is something pretty easy for all those stay-at-home moms you know if you find something that's like very catchy for them like we're talking like high-end clothing lines like i'm not gonna get it from amazon amazon has some good clothes though no no, no not 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 to knock them off but like you know what i'm saying like you know there's certain like street sh- you know street apparel that i wouldn't necessarily f- funnel it through
0: amazon i don't know would you get it from uh, instagram i think i would i have purchased stuff from instagram yeah including this graffiti art in here yeah Instagram. I think Not, I do it from me. And at times I'm sitting there waiting, and I'm like, wait, I'm gonna get scammed here. Is it he actually gonna come I, through? I think it's just
1: like just like this this perception, you know? Like, yep. you know, Instagram has like a little higher perception in terms of like, you know, stuff that kinda like appeals to me. And I don't
0: necessarily see much of that. It's the AI. Yeah. They know what you like. They know what you click on, which you, you know, you stay on I that mean, screen. They're,
1: they're honestly listening to me right now and I'm, like, I'm pretty sure something's gonna pop up on my
0: Actually it's funny, me. Renee and I was talking about, I don't know, something random months ago. And Renee had a thought on something, and next thing you know, we pick up our phone, and that item was on both phones.
1: You know what's crazy? Like if they're listening to us right now, like what if they're already kind of like just gathering this information? So once we build ourselves in the like in the
0: metaverse, like everything will be there for us. So I should already have a Tesla outside then, right? You're listening to me, right? Where's my car?
1: Yeah. So like, if you go into the metaverse, you're going to be coming out of your little metaverse house. There's going to be a Tesla right there.
0: Yes. I'm ready for it. I'm ready for it. The funniest part is I will be a jerk. I will have a home in the metaverse that has solar panel on it. <laughs> <laughs> like, why? What's the point? It's no energy in it, right? <laughs> I will be that person. That's stupid
1: weekly you're saying the metaverse is stupid
0: (laughs) hell no me having (coughs) solar panels solar panels
1: hey aesthetically speaking yes i mean
0: you still gotta yeah you have to rep your idea of your ideal self in my opinion in the metaverse but 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 it doesn't make any damn sense um but i like this idea that you know but you you brought up a good point so stay-at-home moms or dads who are you know um considering creating a product you know as opposed to being on tiktok dancing i'm not saying anything wrong with that but as an alternative you know you create something hell let's say you create it and you make it yourself Mm -hmm. you cut out that foreign country factory and you make it yourself you can actually cut out amazon as well but then you don't have that reach and that you know right exactly that platform yep you know so you ship it off to amazon's warehouse i mean that's how do you like how do you
1: advertise that like i know there's some sort of
0: without without amazon or with amazon
1: i feel like everything's kind
0: of just gonna it's 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 sad i know i feel i feel bad you know not fully bad because you know i think people think small businesses which they are being hit hard because of e-commerce with big companies like Amazon, obviously small businesses can open up their own e-commerce as well. And there's a lot of platforms out there that is helping make yeah, that easier yeah. for small businesses. But I can say, you know, the small businesses are really, you know, some going, some come and go, but some of their products are very niche mm-hmm. and needed yeah. in those little communities. So I, I mean, I get it, but I, I don't have the sense that small businesses will really ever go away. In my opinion even in the metaverse <laughs> <laughs> all right and uh, so you know another one i had thought about and i have a friend who's really good at this um rashib abdul thomas i'll shout him out again um we was also on the episode early on i believe it was my you know fourth episode learning to be about that life so if you guys haven't heard that fourth episode learning to be about that life give it a shout out give it a check out um You know, and so he and I have these discussions and and of course, you know, for some of you who's not aware, you know, I have a master's degree in education, leadership and policy. Uh, Shout out to Holy Cross College. Well, that's what it was called now. Now it's, um, I think they changed the name to Holy Cross University, I believe, in New Orleans. Mm. And, you know, I'm really big on like education and continuous learning. And this is something I have not thought about a lot, but recently... I've thought about online education, creating content, right? Mm-hmm. Something that I'm really good in or passionate about. Or I feel air quote I'm an expert in. I create an online education course that can help others learn and or achieve something. And you set up a subscription fee, right? And I say it's multiple different courses, or it's a it's a suite of, I don't know, seven to twelve courses. Okay, and for you know yearly or whatever the case is right there's maybe like entry level courses in one year and your second year you get some, something and third year you get another and then you get graduate to like master level yeah, type of yeah, courses yeah. you know and you just pay like a simple subscription fee each month so what's the difference between that and just like going on youtube and just
1: following your favorite subscriber you know let's say you know you want to learn hair you know and so they go step by step you have to watch all the videos yet you're still kind of achieving the same purpose you know you're getting that that views you're getting the views you're getting like the
0: passive income right I think that makes sense Uh, but in this case Mm -hmm. we want to take those videos because you know in in that case you probably sort of conveying the message about something but specifically when you're teaching training hell even have some type of certification
1: yeah
0: you want to put that in a second level of or not level an additional source of income right so you don't want to hedge in my opinion everything under the YouTube channel or even Twitch for that matter when you can do both or all three YouTube Twitch and have your education component right also you can sell those online education courses to maybe like schools colleges businesses it sounds you have to be really good at what you yes absolutely Yeah, yeah you know let's say you wrote a book on something right yeah. And you're an expert in this particular field. You, you're a great researcher, right? Or historian. You know, you go out there and you put together those courses. And obviously, that there needs to be some type of demand for that. Yep. Um, I think that's, like, pretty dope. And, and so, over time, what if it becomes, like, automated, right? You have the suite of online courses. And, you know, the level of marketing is probably... Less especially to your point if you have a YouTube following, right? Obviously you have to have a big following. So give me an example of what you're referring to. So, you know, um I'm really good at not me, but let's mm-hmm. say you actually your friend, you mentioned someone that you know that is really good at um options. Yeah. Investing, right? Yeah. This individual puts together an online course. Course is mm-hmm. and in various different degrees. Of of learning, you know, styles and techniques and information that goes beyond what you would just say, I, you know, cover at a surface level, right? Because you can't cover everything in a YouTube video, right? It may it takes you know, continuing education takes a lot of different continuation sure. of things, and then th- also things change, right? You provide that as an online incentive, and a person, you know, some someone pays three dollars and ninety nine cents a month to gain access to these level of courses that you offer i think that is pretty legit
1: no i i see where you're coming from but like you know these stock like like going back to that example it's like i could do that on youtube but if i feel like if these youtube accounts kind of offer like you know because i know there's one of my buddies like he had mentioned he had referred me to this one guy um you know just they talk about options kind of just build up to it you know obviously it's very intro just kind of talking about asset liabilities and then go into like you know sh- like chart beating and stuff like that and they, but they also have a group like a facebook group that you have to like actually pass a test to be a part
0: of that group. yep yep and then, some have discords let's, let's right, like that exactly.
1: as well so i so i so i, I wonder if like if they could put, like couldn't they just like request subscriptions to those discords and essentially
0: yeah yeah, I mean yeah, you 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 want to you want to have as many say multiple levels of income, yeah. right? Air quote multiple levels of passive like income. Right. You do want to have it, right? You don't want to offer everything out there for free. You want to provide as much information to your your users or your listeners, but you also have to keep in mind it's a business and you want to grow. You know, you want to provide a service. Right. And that's what that's what businesses do, right? They Look, no business is in no company, you know, is out there providing anything for free. Air quote, Apple make really good products that billions of people purchase, right? right. That shit ain't cheap, though. They're making profit. They're not giving anything away for free, they even make- though they could. Are they making you profit? Not at all. Oh, hell yeah. Actually, actually yes, are. Yeah, you got some Apple actually, stuff? Actually, um, wait. Are oh, they making me profit? Um, Actually... It took me. A, it took a while. I was kind of, sort of, like surprised that okay. it took this long. Um, it was really slow. Uh, yeah, but Apple is absolutely making me profit in the tune of forty three percent. I can't complain. You got to follow the money, right? You you, you know, you, you you have to be smart and follow the money. As you're using your Samsung Galaxy and my what Microsoft Surface computer. <laughs> Shout out Microsoft. <laughs> Um yeah, so I think um uh, again guys, uh I'm not trying to belabor the point here, but it's really funny when when you hear like passive income, you know, there could be different variations and degrees degrees to uh passive income, but just keep in mind there is always going to be some level of a grind in the beginning. Um nothing is really free. You know, you have to put effort into it, and then over time it could become passive like if in my opinion. I honestly feel like a
1: lot of all these like social media platforms just drill all these quick rich
0: schemes and it's just like, yo, it's not like that at all. Yeah, and I don't want to call it clickbait, right? i w I don't wanna hate on someone's in their titles, right? But I can say I feel like, you know, it's a way to get someone in the door. I get mean, that click. Yeah. Get that person you to listen have to it. Right?
1: You know, I mean otherwise we're not gonna just gonna click some Joe Schmo
0: like boring. That is true, too. And it has to be relevant, right? Yeah, exactly. You know, um, with the times. All right. So anything else you want to offer, Brian? I don't know, no, man. It sounds like I
1: may come back around like for another round. So I need some sort of trademark like exit. I guess we could talk about that.
0: Yeah. You got like 10 seconds to figure it out. <laughs> OK, so um, want to offer you guys to uh, consider downloading the Pie Bean app, the link is in this episode description and consider purchasing what is called golden beans. Those golden beans can then be donated to No Pants Required. Please consider supporting this channel. Remember, positive energy leads to positive vibes. Don't forget to subscribe if this is your first time joining. No Pants Required can be found on Google Podcasts or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. All right, y'all. See y'all later. Peace out.